three, two, <laughs> no, I'm not going to go through all that. Uh, hello, here we are. Thanks for um, encouraging me to do this. I've got a smile on my face at the moment. I'm sure you can probably hear that through the microphone. Um, I'm just freestyling here at the moment, uh, so to speak. Um, I don't know where this is going to take me. Um I should probably stop saying um too much for a start. <laughs> now that's going to be on my mind. Anyway, this first um, podcast, let me just say, look, I'm sat here now. Okay, this is how it all starts. Everyone starts somewhere, all right? I've been through it with the Twitter. I've been through it with the Snapchat. Um, and I just feel that there's, there's still something, a little more that we can do, isn't there? Um so, so yeah, here we are. I'm sat here currently. Um, my missus uh, and kids are at Legoland. And so I'm sat at the dining table with the curtains drawn for not only acoustics, but also, <laughs> also privacy. Um, and yeah, we're going to go for it. This is the first episode of the DB podcast. I haven't got any sponsorship, it's all recording on my phone, I haven't even got a mic, it's recording on the phone. I went through, um, I went through quite a lot of this before, um, there's been two attempts at a podcast, um, I'm saying um again, one of them was, um, I downloaded a lot of software, I went and bought mics, um, like th- those pop cover screen things, uh, to to help the audio, etc. etc. I did record an episode. I even bought a little Tesco mobile and asked people to call in and leave messages, which they actually did. I think I've still got that phone somewhere actually, unless I probably I probably just give it to Max as a burner phone in the end. But anyway. We are here now. I did my research. Um, I also um, I also went to even book out a studio, a local studio, shout out Airtight Studios in Chichester, um, to to record it professionally, etc., etc. But you know, it's time, money, and whatever. And and anyway, I went and did uh, I went and did some research. I went away and. Um, over a long period of time, I've come to understand that basically the Apple iPhones are an amazing gadget and they can record whatever very well, as you can hear right now. Basically, I've got an app on my phone. Eventually, I will be fully sponsored, sat in a studio in Canary Wharf recording this with, you know... People like Brad Pitt and that coming on as a guest, you know. Uh, <laughs> but for now, like I say, I'm in my dining room. And, uh, well, it's not even the dining room. It's the end of the fucking lounge. But um, but I'm here. So thanks for joining. There's the intro. And um, let's get into series one. Episode one, in fact, of series one. Will there be an episode two? Who knows? Will there be a series five? Who knows? Anything can happen from this point in. But I thought that um, I thought I should start off the first episode just to be a kind of background thing of early Twitter, how it started, how the DB came about, the account, how it progressed through. How it ended, everything from Twitter to the Snapchat, other accounts that I had along the way, there's all sorts. So, uh, so yeah, without further ado, let's start back in late 2011, I think it was. I'd come off, I'd come off um, Facebook, uh, I was just getting eternally fucked off with people who you know, 
who you kind of have respect for or people who are your friends and then you kind of see all that shit on Facebook that people go on about, look at me, look at me, look at me. Anyway, that's by the by. That was a personal account and I decided that Facebook wasn't really my vibe. And so, um, so yeah, I come off Facebook, I think it was something like October 2011-ish. Um, and then towards the end of the year, my mate, my best mate, Robbie, he, um, he told me about Twitter and he, and he knew what I was like. I can't, I, I used to make silly like YouTube videos and I've always kind of been a little bit, a little bit eccentric in that kind of sense of things. Um, I suppose you could call it a bit arty making things or creating things creative that's the word I'm looking for um so my mate said to me look you should check out Twitter there's some fucking funny shit on there and Twitter in 2011-2012 were uh was a completely different place um there was it was mainly there was a lot of joke accounts, like parody accounts. That's what was huge at that point. And um, so anyway, I joined Twitter. So initially, um, I joined up as a piss take account. Like, um, I went through a few of them, I think. Um, there was one where I was uh, Lassie. <laughs> randomly a parody account of Lassie uh, then there was an OJ Simpson one the proper 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 hardcore people listening to this will remember that and know what I'm talking about for instance Accelerator shout out <laughs> anyway these were actually important years um, in my understanding on how to build an account and also um progression and popularity um that I gained over the years um was by failure obviously starting not that success is a you know success is measured on the size of your twitter account uh which it's not and obviously that is uh part of the reasons why I left so uh all of these things are going to come apparent later on in this episode so bear with me but we've got to lay the uh lay the foundations here so yeah I had these different accounts um trying things out and one of the most excitable things you can have on Twitter if you're an account trying to you know become a big account uh, is when you get that retweet off that big account or you get that you know and then suddenly your numbers go from like you go from like one like on every every five tweets or something to fucking 50 likes on this one tweet and you're like whoa you know and it's it's almost like a little adrenaline rush um and of course this was my kind of first experience with it i was into comedy i enjoyed like you know banter um and it was good fun so um so anyway plugged away i remember getting the odd retweet here and there um on especially on the oj simpson account i remember there was a it was called it was called big oj simpson i think that was literally the name of it and it was just like it was just like a complete piss day it was just like pictures of like oj simpson in these like <laughs> photoshop pictures of oj simpson in these like questionable uh you know, situations and just stupid comments like, God damn, I thought I'd, you know, just, just some, just stupid shit. And, uh, but it used to make me laugh, you know, that's, I just have this weird sense of humor. And, uh, and yeah, it started, that got a little bit big. But anyway, we move on and, uh, I'm, we made up this, uh, this account, or I made up this account and it was actually based on, um, based on sort of after party banter almost that we'd uh that we'd have you know in my social circle um 
we used to, or a few of us used to, used to basically say, "Oh yeah, we're just honest, <laughs> we're just honest druggy builders, isn't we?" Like honest, and I'm sure there used to be a little song that we fucking made up in some back in some gaff like one night or something. But anyway, that's what it was. It was the honest druggy builders. Like you know, we're good lads. We fucking, we, we, you know, we earn our money. We fucking, we know our trades. We like our drugs, but, you know, we're honest. We won't rip you off. We're not cunt. So it's the honest druggy builders. There was an occasion or occasions where um, we'd laugh. I mean, like, literally everyone I know, all my mates are builders. Uh, and uh, all, my mates, <laughs> all my mates are druggies. <laughs> no, they're not. Disclaimer, they're not. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, and and also all my mates are honest, right? Or most of them are any, <laughs> anyway. But um, so yeah, we we come up with this thing at the after parties. Just I hey, this is years back now, and it had always been a thing for us. And it's like, yeah, honest druggy builders, you know that kind of thing. Or meet something. Who are you like? I was honest druggy builders, mate. <laughs> and it was just our little thing. And um, so, come up with a bright idea. Now, fuck me, that would be quite funny on Twitter. And so on I went to Twitter. And um, the Twitter handle isn't long enough for an app name of Honest Druggy Builder. And at that point, I... Uh, so then, obviously, I took the honest bit away and it was just Druggy Builder. And... Um, that wasn't available either, so the, there must have been an account beforehand called that, but literally I'd never seen it. Um, or it might have actually been when Twitter had fewer um, characters allowed in the app name. But either way, it wasn't available. So uh, so I thought, what's fucking... What, how, how can I spin this, you know, as an account? I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to do, like, a funny account, a parody account about a druggy builder who, like, doesn't have a clue about building and he just loves, you know, the banter and he just loves getting on it and, and whatever while ripping people off, you know, the classic kind of builder kind of stereotype, which there literally wasn't an account like that on Twitter. So, uh so yeah, so I thought, what's good? So I called the account Easy Job Twenty K, meaning, oh yeah, that's an easy job, twenty grand. Do you know what I mean? That kind of, that kind of vibe, like a dodgy builder, druggy builder, that kind of thing. And uh, so yeah, that went on, and that it, it had content like I just make up these stupid stories, like kind of based on real things, but. Um, there were characters, like there was a druggy builder, then there was Dave the Rave, druggy Darren, Big Mick, like all these silly kind of characters that I made up and um, and put into this Twitter account. And anyway, then it started to get, like I said before, like those kind of little retweets you get every so often off a bigger account, um, which are a buzz in themselves. I started getting quite a few of these and... Um, my account literally went up to went up to like a thousand followers. Um I remember it took fucking ages, like fucking ages to get to a thousand. And mind you it took it's it's like it's it's like a kind of rolling stone, isn't it? Um the first one hundred was obviously the fucking slowest. Then the thousand was fucking slow. And then, you know, you get your milestones. And I got to five thousand. And I remember one of the earliest, when I, for some reason I've got a photographic memory of this, when I was on about 900 followers, or I was just before hitting a thousand followers, um, I think one of the big accounts um, gave me a retweet and said something or, or commented something like, um, this is going to be one of the biggest accounts on here, I can guarantee it. And that, to me, that just buzzed me to fuck, like, when I saw that, and I thought, oh, fucking hell. And then, anyway, I passed a 1,000 followers. And, um, in fact, I think it was, there was a Ray Winston, a Ray Carlin 
Winston account and I used to know the guy quite well and I only got to know him after the, the DB account and he was the one who called that. So if you listen, Ray I think his name was. So if you're listening to this mate, nice one. <laughs> I still remember. So DB moved on um, and the actual Druggy Builder app become available um, at whatever stage it was. I might have had, you know, moved on 10,000, past 10,000, past 20,000, past 30,000 followers and so on. And and it become like, it does take over your life. Like, even at that stage, it's like, I mean, I would imagine the majority of people listening to this now don't have big accounts or haven't experienced, like, a, a big 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 account do you know what I mean Uh, and but I'm sure a lot of you either way you're still on your fucking phone you know half the fucking day well imagine what it's like when you've got a fucking like like every every minute every every second you've got notifications going off messages you could and anyway this wasn't even that big at that time it was well you know I say 20 30k whatever it went on to get much much bigger um, but at this point, it was just it was fun. It was it was it was always fun. But but um, but at this point, it was it was kind of innocent fun, if you like, because it wasn't me. Um, well, it was me, but I was just behind this. Like I mean, even the icon was uh, the Avi was just pop art. Just I just typed in builder and it was like one of the first things that come up on like Microsoft Word or some shit. Fuck knows. But anyway, and they, even that went on to be iconic. The little fucking man that you know, the little druggy builder original sign, not the Snapchat one, the original Twitter one that looked like fucking Mario with like that's all it was. It was a bit of fucking clip art or fucking internet, do you know, or fucking Microsoft Word, wherever it was from, I don't know, but. And it was quite funny on some occasions people would uh people would tweet because <laughs> obviously there's there would be quite a few builders around the country that might not be that fucking legit with technology, so they've probably gone on the internet and typed in builder as well, totally unaware of this druggy builder account that's now becoming quite a popular thing and uh on Twitter, and so they've made up their own oh look look darling, I've got a fucking letterhead here with some pop art on the top, not pop art clip art on the fucking top of it. Not know it, and then someone had sent in a picture of it, like someone had just fucking renewed someone's bathroom or something. They had a big fucking, <laughs> they had a big advertising board outside with like the the Twitter, you know, clip art druggy builder sign. And they're like, "Oh, is this you, mate?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, if only then people fucking knew." So I reckon at around fifty thousand followers or so, um, I. Um, I'd got a few contacts. I got to know contacts. I got, I got to know quite a few of the big accounts. You know, remember back then, fifty thousand followers is a fucking big deal, um, and I got to know quite a few of the other kind of big accounts. And then what happens is, the bigger you get, then they do these things called retweet, retweet trades, where you'll. Um, they'll dm you and say oh look for the next 15 minutes can you retweet these three tweets of mine and then they retweet three of yours sort of thing and so then your tweets go out to their followers and so on and it's it's basically like a cheat cheating way the big accounts use to grow their accounts um yeah that all of that <laughs> like you think you just follow an account you don't if you're following a big account they've probably got about fucking 10 accounts anyway they're probably made you know some accounts earn fucking even back then they were earning fucking some accounts were earning five grand a week uh nuts nuts yeah so anyway i knew all about this right or well, i began i didn't obviously when i started off but now at this stage of the db account i kind of knew about this this and and obviously DB wasn't marketable um, because of the name Druggy Builder, and you know it's not it's not like so. Anyway, I at that stage thought, nah, I can make some money here. So I started up a different account called Swearing Sports News. Some of you probably still follow it. Um, some of you might not follow it, and uh, 
Some of you have probably never fucking heard of it. But anyway, I started that account. That was me. I just fucking made it up. And what it was, it was just a stupid... Because sport on Twitter is probably, and still is probably, the most marketable section of Twitter. You know, if you if you're a, you see fucking people nowadays become full blown journalists uh, just because they used to do it on a Twitter account. Um, you know, the, it's huge. It's big business nowadays. And so back then, I saw that, um, and obviously, I fucking missed a boat, didn't I? Because I'm sat here fucking speaking into a phone in my fucking dining table <laughs> like I'm some kind of expert. But I'm not, I'm not trying to preach. I'm just trying to tell you, like, the ins and outs of fucking... Uh, social media, uh, oh, it is a nutty thing. I tell you now, the people fall out of people and fucking there's... The, like, try and get people doxxed and stuff just because they run a big... Like, nowadays, it's just all dickheads arguing with each other. Oh, no, you're fucking this, you're that, you know. Fucking before, it was just an absolute fucking comedy fucking genius of a place like it it was i it just you know when twitter's at its best sometimes when you log on and just every tweet you look at you it'll be hilarious yeah like every so often it'll be like that yeah well twitter used to be like that every fucking day of the week every hour of the day anyway i digress i started up in this account called swearing sports news and um with all the um with all the plugs and all the um, contacts that I had through the Druggy Builder account and how I'd learned, you know, how these big accounts market themselves and so on, I thought I'd give it a crack. So I took those contacts and they helped me. And um, before I knew it, um, Swearing Sports News was um, had gone past Druggy Builder numbers um, it was up to like about, and I literally just hadn't even logged on to the Druggy Builder account again. It's all my things was going through Sony Sports News. I had fucking bookmakers. Um, I was sponsored by Betfair. Um, I was going to like indoor golf days. Um, I was, oh, I was going to like talks with, um, like uh, interviews with fucking Thierry Henry, Teddy Sheringham. It was, it was just absolute madness. Um, and don't forget, I, I was, um, I even had an agent at one stage, like, who'd, who'd just um, get me work on behalf of, like, Vauxhall or fucking whatever it was. And all I had to do was, like, tweet, like, whatever, whatever, you know, why not check out this fucking link and da 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 and you get like a hundred quid for one tweet, you know what I mean? Or fucking sometimes it, it, you could fucking sometimes they do like you just have to do something like once a week for say like a couple of months or something. And it'd be like a couple of grand or some shit, like just for just because they're just huge companies and they'd pay, and then obviously you'd take his cut and you get whatever you got. Um, so it's nuts. Like it wasn't enough to fucking you know earn a living out of, um, but it could have been if I'd have, <laughs> if I'd have fucking kept at it. But <laughs> but no, nah, no regrets. It 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 just got too much. Like don't forget, I'm a director of a company. I I, I run a building firm, etc. etc. That's how I make my living. This was just to always a fun thing, right? And obviously now it had become this just nutty fucking sponsorship things. I had people in my inboxes, can you please do a shout-out for this? Can you please send this? Um, please can you just shout at my my company? It's this, that, and, and, and I was like... And then I had to, I'd have to, like, miss you, but no, you can't. You've got to speak to my agent if you want to do business and all this fucking... And it's a fucking mobile... It's an app on a mobile phone. Do you know what I mean? And I just wanted to fucking crack a few jokes and, and whatnot and and take it easy. And I didn't want fucking sponsorship by fucking whoever. And, you know, was, the money was a nice little side spinner thing. But it wasn't going to fucking feed and clove, you know, my kids or fucking anything else. And I could do that anyway 
Yeah, I, it it was just basically I just wanted the fuck about it. It become too big, so at I think something like I'm sure it was a hundred and twenty thousand followers. I might be wrong there. Anyway, I'm sure it was around a hundred thousand followers. That ish area, I sold it. I sold the account because it was doing my fucking nothing. Um, and it just wasn't worth it for me, you know. I just couldn't be asked with it. Um, it was aggro. There was fucking people would get shitty. Like if you didn't tweet, like if I'd ever had a heavy night, and I'm expected to put out an advertising tweet at ten a.m. or something, and I miss it, and I'm getting a lot of fully grown man getting bollocks by some fucking stranger off the internet for not doing an advert tweet on a free app. Do you know how much sense that, like, doesn't even make? So I was like, nah. I was like, look, fuck all this. Um, I think that the account's still there, actually, now. So I sold it. It was 1,200 quid I sold it for. Um, And it was an experience. I even was nominated for a Twitter award, and I, I went to the football... I went to the football museum in uh, Manchester and uh, had all paid for fucking all, you know, the black tie event and all this, all fucking, like, social media awards and all this shit and fucking... It was a mad... It was was a mad, mad, mad few years, but little did I know there was more of that to come. But, um, but yeah, on a totally different scale when when I decided to... uh, when I did sell the Swearing Sports News, like I say, 1,200 quid, the guy uh, still has it now, I believe. I don't talk to him or, or whatever anymore. I couldn't even tell you who he is. He's probably sold it on again. But at that time, he had about five other accounts, so if he has carried on, he's probably he's probably a lot richer than you or I. And I think that account has got... Uh, Last time I checked, I had about a quarter of a million followers, something like that. Probably has more than that now. Um, So, yeah, good luck to him. But, no, not for me. So what I did, I went back to the old DB account, which, remember, I still had about 50,000 followers just sat there. But sometimes I'd flick back to it and I'd be like, oh... You know, people would be like, where's he gone? What's he done? Not even knowing that I'd run that swearing sports account. Um, Swearing Sports News account. But then I just thought, fuck it. And I was sick of all that fucking social media bullshit. So I just thought, I just want to go back to this account. And it's not going to be like a parody thing anymore. It's just going to be fucking banter. Me having a laugh and me just saying it how it is. And and just, just fucking having a right, you know, having a crack. So it was quite funny, actually, because I jumped back onto the uh, Druggy Builder Twitter account, which I'd literally just... It had just become redundant. It probably had leaked fucking, I don't know, 5,000 followers or something over the period that I didn't use it or whatever um, while the Swearing Sports News thing happened. So this was about two, three years, maybe. Something like that. It was around 2005. Dean, I think, when I sort of went back to it. Um, so, yeah, I went back to the DB, uh, to the Druggy Builder Twitter, made my apologies, said I'm back. <laughs> they didn't, like, literally no one knew I'd even fucking, you know, gone onto the other account. They just thought I'd probably died or some shit, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I just went back on it. And then it come about that Snapchat, become a thing um so around about this kind of time um i can't tell you for sure because my memory's hazy whether i was on went back on the db twitter for a bit longer or went back to snapchat but it all kind of come together after the swearing sports news thing got fucked off and after i saw the other the other side the business side of fucking twitter and it's just how ridiculous it was we were back on the Druggy Builder and Snapchat begun. And so 
the funny thing is, before before Snapchat, remember, no one, I mean, like, everyone knows that when I was on Snapchat, you never saw my face anyway. All you ever saw was my sort of arm, my tattoos on my feet or on my fucking bedroom ceiling or my, or my uh, transit fucking steering wheel. <laughs> but anyway, before that, you didn't even see anything. All you saw were these tweets on fucking Twitter from this account with a fucking clip art thing. No one had any clue. And it's like that got up to, you know, however fucking popular it was, 50,000 or whatever, when I moved it, when I moved over to Seren Sports, what I've just gone through. So no one knew nothing about me. And it even at one point, um, I had some a couple of guys... <laughs> A couple of guys who worked for me were actually doing a job um, on one of my jobs where they were, uh, they do all like the UPVC stuff. So they were doing like some guttering and they'd fucking, they'd put, and, and look, this wasn't under my direction. They'd fucking just done this themselves, you know. And they've made this makeshift fucking scaffold over this fucking conservatory, right? Uh, and and it was just basically a couple of bits of scaffold board and it, and it was bent as anything in the middle like, under the way and like it was literally dodgy as fuck and uh, anyway they they're all right you know nothing fucking happened but one of the lads took a picture of it not not right and he followed the druggy builder account he didn't know that I ran it right and I was actually his boss, and he sent me a fucking picture of the other lad he was working with on this fucking makeshift makeshift scaffold above a conservatory, going, "Oh look, did you make this one, druggy builder, and all this?" Not knowing that he's tweeting me. And the funny thing was, I just fucking retweeted it and drove straight to fucking site. Site, and I went, "Oh, I've just I've just seen you on a druggy builder account. You would have watched what you're doing." And he's like, "Oh my god, yeah, I can't believe you retweeted it." Oh, who do you reckon it is? Oh, fucking, and I was like, oh, my fucking God. So that was like, do you know what I mean? That's how fucking unknown it was. There was literally about four people who knew in my town, but, like, literally my entire town followed the fucking account. So Snapchat started. Um, again, that was another fucking just total learning experience of my life. I thought I knew about Twitter after the swearing sports news thing. I thought I knew about like social media and all that. And then Snapchat just absolutely blew it all, all out of the water. Like I literally had no idea. But on a totally different level, do you know what I mean? I weren't selling nothing. Like you saw how when I come out and started up revitalise the DB thing and the druggy builder thing and then on Twitter and then and and got got on board Snapchat. Every, I think a lot of people kind of just joined me kind of at that stage. Um, there's not a hell of a lot of them. Well, there is quite a lot because there's fifty thousand before when I come back. But but do you know what I mean? Like. Snapchat was a thing that just absolutely just blew everything out of the water, and and I was and because of my the bitter taste, all the advertising, all that fucking shit had, had left in my mouth with swearing sports news. I didn't want to do that anymore. I just wanted this to be fun and just fun as fuck, and that's why. And even I'd get inboxes, I'd get people asking me to retweet this, retweet that. Please do this. Please do that. Please shout out this, and I just said no from the start. No shout outs. You know, the odd time I would. But I just thought, no shout-outs. I'm not because I'll because I just end up doing it every day. And I'm not doing any fucking adverts. And I don't give a fuck if you want to pay me £100 a tweet. I'm not doing it. I've fucking done all that. It's a fucking headache. Not asked of it. Let's just fucking have a bit of a laugh. And so the Snapchat account then just went fucking nuts. Um, it was like... I think it was it was one of the first of its kind, or probably was. That's that's because of this. That's his success. It was, it was in an era when, you know, you had dapper laughs, you know, and and it was kind of like there was a lot of people on the back of uh, like Vine famous people suddenly become Snapchat famous people, um, and it was kind of like jokes and tricks and 
and sketches and things like that and you know things that you have to kind of make up like still could be comedy but then I just suddenly come along and did this thing and on my kind of fuck it attitude until fuck it this this is fuck it you know and I'll just like I'm talking now you know or even though I'm I'm looking at bullet points here trying to remember stuff but you know this is just this this is what propelled it, is just me being me. And it was a kind of, oh, my God, have you seen that account? He's, he's bloody going out and doing, you know, doing, staying up till, you know, whatever time the next afternoon with his mate, oh, going missing, oh, hiding from his missus or fuck. You know, kind of like bantery, silly, but just fucking just being stupid and then me just saying things. If I was down, I was down, I'd tell you I was down. If I was if I was having fun, you know, if I I'd take the piss, I'd, I'd have a joke and a laugh, um, and then I'd take you like on nights out with me, as if you were fucking, you know, the, you the audience who were viewing it were like a night out, you know, and 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 fucking all the shit I used to get up to and trips to Amsterdam and I'd be from fucking Vegas and yeah, it was and it was a time in my life where. It that kind of thing was like I, w- I was kind of lucky at that point because I was doing well, you know, I was doing well for myself and I had a kind of positive attitude and I'd been through some shit in the past. Um, and anyway, I digress, but people fucking got on board and it was some of the best years of my fucking life and we had some real good fun. And uh, And so with that, um, the Druggy Builder Twitter account grew as well. And then it got up to something like 80,000, or I think it was something, I think it was 86,000, if I remember rightly. And I got a message. It was a message from a guy I knew anyway on there, um, and I had known from before through swearing sports as well. Um, and even though I thought, right, no, that's enough. I'm, I'm not doing, uh, you know, I'm not doing any shout outs, not doing any, any sponsorships, any of this, any of that. He basically DM me and said uh, he doesn't mind me talking about it now. <laughs> well, I think he does. I think he still gets a little bit shy about it. The Spain train was his name on there. Still is actually Nick. He's a lovely bloke. Actually, he's sound as fuck. Actual sound, sound, sound bloke. But I think he just had a fucking little nutty episode this one time because he was like, he DM me right. And this is the story of how I sold it uh, the first time. <laughs> uh, he DM'd me and uh, he was like, he was like, look, I want your followers. Like, at this point, I had fucking about 80, 80 whatever it was when I sold it, basically. Uh, and he, uh, so about 86,000, something like that. And he was like, look, I want your, like, your demographic, like, and for people who don't know what that means, it, it, it means, like, the, the type of people who follow your account. So the kind of people who are following me, the 86,000 people who are following me, were the kind of people who go down a pub, the kind of people who go to a club, the kind of people who are into, you know, a bit of banter, the kind of people who sort of know the score a bit, the kind of people who might be in the building trade. You know, that that was my demographic, okay? That, you know, and it was quite a unique bunch, if you like. And, uh, of course, this was at the point, like I said, Snapchat was kicking off for me. Um, I was just having fun with my life and I was just filming it and whacking it on this app, and it was, and it was just getting bigger, and I was having more fun with that. And and he fucking comes in, and 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 he's like, right, how much? You know, I'll give you three thousand pounds for your account. And I was like, and I was like, no fucking way, mate. Do you know what I mean? That's me turning down 
three fucking thousand pounds, right, for a fucking free app on a phone. Do you know what I mean? That is, that to me is just madness. Not madness me turning it down. Well, yeah, madness me turning it down. But just the pure fact someone can just offer that is, it's, and that was back then. I dread to fit, mind you. Anyway, let me continue this story, right? Uh, yeah, so he offers me three grand, and I'm like, no, flat out, no. Um, and then he was like, and no, then then he was like, right, well, name your price. And I thought, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to fucking wind this bloke up. So I just thought, you know, you can't kid a kid. I thought it was a total scam. I thought, because I knew him. But I thought, right, this guy obviously thinks I'm fucking stupid. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I said, look, I won't even fucking consider debating or de- or coming into, you know, any kind of discussion with you about selling this account for anything for a penny less than five grand. And uh, so he come back and he was like... Uh, he was like, okay, five grand. But I said, no, I said, no, I need fucking, you know, conditions. I want to know what's what. And, and uh, so anyway, I just thought, right, I'll have a bit of funny. I thought it's clear, you know, no one's paying fucking £5,000 for a fucking account. Um, I wind him up. So I said, actually, second thoughts, uh, no, I don't want to sell it. And he was like, six grand. And I was like, I was like, nah, nah. And then he was like, seven grand. And I was like, I was like, no, no, still not seven grand. And then I was like, I'll tell you what, ten grand and you can have it. Right, and this is no fucking word of a lie. And he fucking replied and he went, no, that's too much. And it was at that point that I knew that he was being fucking deadly serious because if he was taking me for a ride, he'd have gone, okay, 10 grand, yeah, cool. Do you know what I mean? But he turned it down. So so I was like, okay. I went, I'll tell you what, well, I'll meet you in the middle of um, what I said first, you know, five grand. I'll, 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 you know, begin to think about it. And 10 grand, what I just said, so seven and a half grand. And he went, okay, deal. And I was like, what, what the fuck? Like to myself, like, like thinking, you know. And th- then I said to him, I was like, right. I was like, you serious? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's fucking, you know, get on with it. And I was like, right, well, how are we going to do this? And he's like, I, I said, I'll send you my details. He goes, okay, send me your details and I'll put half in your bank. And then you send me the password to your account and then I'll put the other half in. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, that's not happening. And uh, so he's like, no, how do I know I can trust you? I'll get and all this shit. And I was like, look, mate, if you're giving me seven and a half grand for a fucking account, I'm not going to fucking rip you off. I'll just give you the account. I couldn't give a fuck. And he was like... I said, look, take it or leave it. I said, but I'm not fucking giving it away for, for less than that now. We've agreed, this is it, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, all right, all right, send your account details. And he goes, you better, you better not be fucking mugging me off here. I said, mate, I said, I'm not, I swear down, I'm not mugging you off. So anyway, I sent him this, and I still thought, you know, I still would not believe it in my head. So so anyway, I sent him the fucking account, uh, no, he's, I sent him my account number, my bank account number and all that. And I said, let me know when it's in. And uh, so anyway, I, meanwhile, right, I'm acting all cool and all that. Meanwhile, I'm sat on the fucking computer on my banking like, home screen on my fucking account, just pressing refresh, 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 refresh. <laughs> like thinking, shit, is this for real? Is it, this isn't some stupid Nigerian fucking prince, you know what I mean? This is a guy who owns a fucking Twitter account, who I know can, who does bits in the little sporty part of it, you know, 
So he knows what's going on and he's offering me seven and a half fucking thousand pounds for... Anyway, boom, in it goes and it's fucking there on the screen, right? Seven and a half fucking grand in my fucking account. And this was the same fucking afternoon, right? And, uh... And I was like, whoa. And so the first thing I did, I fucking straight away went to account, transfer money, fucking put it in some fucking other account, like fucking the whatever other account I fucking had, some bank account I hadn't used since I was about six years old, some fucking shit like that. Do you know what I mean? I just got it. I got it out of there, right? So, like, it, you know, even though it was impossible for him to take it back, but I was just, I still couldn't get my head around it. So I got it out of there and all that. And then me being me, I fucking messaged him back, and I, and he went, he went, he said, "All right, have you got it?" And I went, I went, got it. And he went, "I'll send your, send your, uh, fucking account and password then." And so I just messaged him back, "See ya," <laughs> like that. And I didn't say anything for about a minute, and he fucking sent me about two hundred messages in a row. And I went, "No, I'm only kidding, mate." There you go. And I sent him the account, but we had this agreement. The agreement was that I could keep the um, the actual druggy builder, uh, like, name. And he, all he wanted, basically, was the account. And then so he could change the account. Um, sorry, I'm just pulling my chair in here. Um, so he could change the account name. So, anyway, he took that. Seven and a half grand, it was the fucking maddest thing ever. Um, I start, he changed its name to a um, to a vaping thing. Um, then I started it up again on Twitter. And um, w- this was all the while, while Snapchat was still going. Snapchat was going wild. Um, I was just fucking getting offered all sorts on Snapchat again. It was getting just massive, massive, massive. Um, but I was having such fun, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, so anyway, the, the I started up a DB Twitter account again. Um, and with, uh, with how well Snapchat was doing, like I say, it went to went up to about 25,000 followers. Um, meanwhile, on Snapchat... Um, we were just having laughs, fucking... But then it was getting more and more, like, on top on Snapchat um, with the whole screenshot thing. I'd start enforcing. I'd my fucking relatives grassing on me and fucking, you know, friends' missuses looking down their noses, you know, and it just started becoming a little bit of a agitator sort of thing, even though it was fun and games. Um... And then gradually it got to the stage where um, where I was literally getting kicked out every week, you know. Um, I was also trying to run jobs um, and run a successful business. It was becoming hard work to do that. Um, I could get... I'd get... Me- I'd, get a minimum of 100 messages, 100 DMs a day on there, at a very minimum. I had something like a million a million views in two months in the, in the, like, which isn't huge numbers on the fucking scale that it is now. But this was going, this is obviously going back, you know, a few years now and all that. Um... I had a million views at the end in two months of something that had just come off the back of a joke account off. And I, I'd be... <laughs> I had people recognising me on fucking planes, in fucking nightclubs, in the street, um, in... Oh, not all fucking blow my... Like, I'd be out with my mates. And, and even though I never showed my face on Snapchat until the very last Snapchat, obviously... Um, I never show my face, never show... It's just my tattoos and that. They'd just be like, oh, my God, drug about drug about like, DB and all this. And, like, I'd be in Ibiza and, like, people would be coming up to me and, and you know, at, like, Bora Bora or something and just, just hugging me and thanking me for getting them through some hard times and shit, and which 
is a mate, which to me is amazing. You know, I'm so, so humbled by it. things like that. Um, I met some amazing people along the way. Um, some really, really, really true amazing people who are still my friends now, actually. Um, and yeah, it was great, great fun. But unfortunately, it's my life and it's not everyone else's life. And I had to make a fucking hard decision when it started to come on top in the sense that I mean, like at one stage, I'd I'd someone I'd someone who who literally found out where I worked or where where my work was, and ringing it up and just so that they just not to be an arsehole because I hardly would get trolls, but to to just because they wanted to talk to me and and do you know what I mean? I was like, look, if you want to talk to me, I'd I'd rather actually give you my mobile number because my, like my secretary and things like that don't know. Do you know what I mean? But and 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 it got to this stage as well where I was, you know, my kids were starting to get a bit older, and I couldn't really keep acting like that. And and also, my missus was getting more and more annoyed, and I love her, and I and you know, I wouldn't want to. Um, oh, fucking hell, I push my luck. I tell you, do you know what I mean? I'm I'm no mug or whatever, and you can say oh geezer this and geezer that, but I tell you what, she's a fucking good woman. And, uh, and you know, she's got me out of quite a few sticky situations and she's, and, you know, I, I don't suffer fools and all that, but I'll tell you now, you know, she fucking, she's what she's worth hanging on to. So, uh, so yeah. And also, fucking, if I kept acting like it, I'd walk into a bloody, uh, like a site meeting at some stage and, uh, and they'd be like, oh, aren't you that? guy who does this and that on the you know and that's it I could lose like 50 grand contract or some shit like that do you know what I mean so and also I was getting older um like I'm I was 40 this year great in lockdown um so anyway that's that's another side story but uh don't be disappointed in me not being able to celebrate my 40th fully because I'm just I've decided I'm going to do the fucking like Joan Collins trick and just stay 40 for an extra year but anyway you know there's a million and one reasons why I had to go also family you know um I didn't really want all my family seeing all that kind of thing anymore um it was just a mad few years and it's always better to go out on top like they say you know Rather than I could still be doing it now, and I'd be some forty-year-old bloke still just still at it. Do you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, I'm still partying, I still have a laugh and all that. But you know, I'm just slightly responsible, a bit more responsible now, anyway, in the way that I do it. But that's just natural progression. Nothing ever lasts forever. So anyway, it come to the point towards the end. Um, I ended up. Um, I think in the final final sort of stages of it I did do a little bit of sponsored stuff with uh, Captain Cash out a lot of you probably won't remember him too fondly because he's <laughs> that's another another section of the story we might as well just finish off with the uh, with a bit about that uh, before we come to what we're all doing now um, yeah so I used to I basically got approached by these guys who um who were really nice guys you know um in my eyes they they were sound they were always always good to me um and we had a decent uh sort of conversational relationship and um they were decent they used to pay me basically 100 quid or whatever it was I think 100 quid I think it was 100 quid for a snapchat basically, which was a 10-second fucking video, but I used to go on a bit longer than fucking 10 seconds. But, um, but yeah, I did uh, I did a few of them, a few of those for them, but I never used to flood it. I'd do, like, once a month. They'd be like, oh, can you do one before this? And I'd be like, no, I'll do it at my own pace, and they'll tell you that themselves. Um, so, because I still didn't want to flood it. But, you know, it shouldn't be really frowned upon if someone's fucking, you know, if someone's fucking offering me 100 quid to do a little thing here, unless I'm absolutely taking the piss and mugging people off by doing it or selling them a fucking fake fucking thing, then, you know, fucking I'll do me and you do you, yeah. So, 
you know, that's just that's just natural. There's no there's nothing wrong with that. So anyway, I fucking got in with them for a little bit, and um, you can't you can, Snapchat um, accounts basically. I was ready to finish anyway. I was ready to finish. I was um, I was uh, I held that night as well. I put on a night um, down in Bognor. Um, and basically, it was going to be like sort of good night, a good night, a goodbye night. Um, had Terry Francis, uh, Fabric resident DJ, had uh, in the main room. Had some guy, um, Jamie Noakes, shout out Jamie, uh, come down from Manchester. Um, he does bits up there. And had Two Bad Mice DJ in, uh, or Sai from Two Bad Mice DJ in the. Uh, Bar and it was a wicked night, by the way. It was a wicked night. Thanks to everyone who came, especially I forget your name, mate. You from Aberdeen? I was only chatting to you. Some geezer fucking come from Aberdeen. Two of them. No, in fact, though, I think there was there was them and there was another group as well who come from fucking Scotland, all the way down to fucking Bognor to a fucking night. Do you know what I mean? That uh, that again. Even after all of that, this is. I forget when the Snapchat ended up going. Was it 2000? It was March. I think it was March 2018. Fucking hell. Two and a half years. That's pretty mental, isn't it? Two and a half years ago. I'm pre- yeah, it was. It was March 2018. Fucking hell. So this was around about then, you know. Or this might have been later on that year. But anyway. Captain Cash out. Um, they bought my... Um, I said, look, I'm getting rid of uh, Snapchat, whatever, and, and then it went. I'd done my last snap where it was... In, it, uh, that's right. It was England, wasn't it? Um, sorry, I'm just tapping the table there. Uh, it was England in the World Cup. So when was that? It wasn't 2000... Yeah, it was. It's 2018, wasn't it? June. June 2018, yeah. So that would have been the very last snap. So... Two years, yeah, not two and a half years. So two years ago, fucking hell, yeah, I was on my way to watch fucking England game, done the last snap, and revealed my face, and then that was the end of DB Snapchat, and it was really hard, because when you delete a Snapchat account, um, they give you like a month's breather sort of thing, so at any point in that month you can just revive it. And fucking hell, you don't even want to know how many times I fucking wanted to, but I never did. And obviously now it's gone forever. Um, But I'm back here talking to you. And look at me again. I'm doing my digression thing of my little mini stories and then off down the lane and fucking round the corner and fucking down the rabbit hole normally. Um, So, yeah, um, Captain Cash App bought the Twitter account off me. Um... And but then I think they were a bit silly. I think they pretended they were me for a while or something, and just blocked anybody who said anything otherwise. Which each to their own, but it probably wouldn't have been the strategy that I would have used on it. Um, but there you go. That's not for me to comment. It wasn't my account anymore. It was their account. Still is. Um, still good guys, I'm sure. But you know. So that brings us up to where we are now, and. Um, so everything went, Snapchat went. I haven't even got that app on my phone anymore. Um, I've got my Twitter, my personal Twitter, which is still me just having a laugh and a piss about, do you know what I mean? Without going too mental. Um, that's My name is Robbo. That's on Twitter. That's the handle. Um, how am I doing? I'm doing all right. My kids are doing all right. They're a bit older. Um, my... Mrs. is still putting up with me. <laughs> um, we're just enjoying ourselves. Work's good. We survived uh, the pandemic. Um, we took precautions. And um, I think we were pretty lucky, actually, living down here. Um, anyway, either way, I won't bore you with all that. Uh, I'm... Currently doing all right in my work. Everything's fine. I'm very lucky and blessed. And, um, yeah, I'm in a, in a happy place. And, 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 you know, there's been ups and downs, obviously. 
but generally, yeah, good. Um, still see Daishi and all that lot and Maxi Boy. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, obviously, DB's not DB's gone. DB DB's finished. You know, that's the end of that. Um, uh, <laughs> I put that on Twitter. I put. Don't be upset or some old shit. What did I put? I put, don't be upset that um, that it's gone. Celebrate that you were there to witness it. And what did someone put? They fucking they put something like, all right, Plato or some old, or like Jerry Springer, some shit like that. But anyway, look, I'm happy to do something like this. If you're fucking, if you found that remotely soothing, interesting or engaging at all, um, that first episode of me just explaining what how it started, how it's finished, where we're at now, then um, then yeah, we'll uh, we'll crack on with it, and I'm I'm quite happy to do something like this, get people on. Um, I've got a cool little app on my phone, like I said at the start, where I can get people on. I can take voice messages. I'm gonna, I might do a few things, you know, get people to say, I'll, I'll tell stories about fucking some of the old mad shit that I used to get up to. Um, you know, the famous Vegas stories, shit like that. You know, everything. So this could go. You know, this could. This could get really good. Again, apologise. I apologise for the fucking editing and if the sound levels are slightly different. But, you know, this is my first go and at least we're getting it out there. So, anyway, that felt really, <laughs> really, really, really fucking good. So, um, thank you. Thank you for listening. I've got a huge, huge grin on my face right now. Um, and thank you for my missus for going out today to Legoland because otherwise this wouldn't have got done today but that's not to say no more are going to get done because they are, I'm well up for it so um, so we're going to have a little tinker and we'll I want, I want you to like tweet me your thoughts, obviously you know it's not going to be fucking, don't expect it to be like the Joe Rogan show, like first fucking episode alright but, you know, just like little things like maybe, you know, oh, maybe put a background music in or maybe have this or maybe maybe talk, uh, maybe suggesting subjects, maybe suggesting people to um, get involved or get um, get stories of people, get call-ins, fucking all sorts. I want to hear it, all right? So we've done this, we've got through it, and, uh, yeah, nice one. <laughs>